Hello, 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 and welcome you guys to the My Sister's Keto podcast. I'm your host, Sharita, and it feels like it has been such a long time since I've recorded a podcast episode, so I am super happy on this Easter Monday to be here with you guys, talking to you guys again, just like I knew we would. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. It really means a lot to me, especially since I have been gone and neglecting you guys. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I really am. I've been so busy doing a few other things, a few other projects that um, I haven't been on recording my favorite thing to do, which is to talk to you guys about keto. So I do have a couple of questions from the email bag and we also have a few announcements to make. So on that note, I'm gonna take a quick break and we are going to get right to it. Stay tuned guys. As I said, I am Sharita, and this is the My Sister's Keto Podcast. You guys, I've missed y'all so much. You would be shocked at how often I thought, man, I wish I had time to record an episode tonight because it has just been, it's so fun to kind of just um, be alone in my living room talking to myself about keto. So, (laughs) no, but seriously, it is so fun to get your questions from the email bag and from my DMs and all of that. So with that being said, if you have a question that you'd like to have answered on the podcast or on our Instagram live, go ahead and shoot me an email. And that's gonna be um, at mysistersketo at outlook.com. You can also send me a DM on Instagram and that's at mysistersketodiet. You can also join our Facebook group, My Sisters Keto, where you can send me an instant message from there or the tried and true method. You can visit our website at www.mysistersketo.com. That's www.mysistersketo.com. One more time, that's www.mysistersketo.com. So you guys are probably wondering, what the heck has she been doing this whole time? (laughs) Well, to be honest with you guys, I've been doing a lot of work on the company and on my book and putting together webinars and working at my regular job and taking care of my family and, 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 and. Um, (laughs) But I have been thinking of you guys every single day. I definitely, again, this is probably one of my favorite things to do, which is the podcast. I find it so much easier than doing the Instagram live because you guys don't see the ugly faces that I make when I talk. So it makes it a lot easier than doing the live where I can see the faces that I make when I talk and it just becomes a whole thing. (laughs) But on a a serious tip, you guys, I've been putting together some materials. Um, If you go to the Instagram page and click the link in my bio, you will see that we have a full-blown store now where you can buy keto gift kits. There's actually a free giveaway this month where I am giving away one of our Keto Sweet Treat Kits. If I could say that three times fast, that's Keto Sweet Treat Kits that is filled to the gills with Lily's Chocolate, uh, full-size Lily's Chocolate bars and a bag of those wonderful, delectable little chocolate chips that you can put in your almond butter. Mm. (laughs) 
On top of that, we have a baking kit, which is going to contain um, your almond flour, your coconut flour, your coconut flakes, some monk fruit sweetener, because y'all know how much I love my monk fruit sweetener, along with some swerve. Um, and so that can help you to make just about every keto treat that you could make or not even treat, but just about anything baking wise that you could probably make. Um, I am coming out with a snack kit um, that will contain keto cookies, keto granola, some wisps, among some other products. I haven't put that together yet, but I do have all the supplies to do so. So I'll get that posted. We also have a healthy fats kit that contains olive oil, coconut oil, ghee butter, uh, chia seeds, hemp seeds, um, flax seed. So <laughs> definitely be able to, and some MCT oil as well, but you'll definitely be able to get your um, healthy fats through that kit as well. So we have those located in our store. Um, I'm also offering keto coaching now. Um, there is a free 30 minute uh, consultation that you can opt into, or you can just sign up for our individual one-on-one um, -on -one coaching. There's also coaching classes. Um, registration for uh, the month of May closes on Sunday. So if you are interested, you need to go ahead and get registered by Sunday and you can do so by clicking the link in my bio on Instagram. And I believe it is the fourth button down. So with that being said, um, one more, well, yeah, well, I think one or two more announcements. <laughs> the first being that on Sunday, April 28th, I am giving my first webinar and that webinar is going to be about counting macros. I am going to teach you what macros are. Um, I'm going to teach you how to manually count them if you want to manually count them without using an app and you can do that or I can teach you how to use your uh, card manager effectively as well. But I felt like with so many people asking me about how to make it easier to count macros and they just don't quite understand it, I thought, why not just give a class? <laughs> just give a quick talk, let people see it in action and then everybody has the knowledge right there. So if you are interested in getting this, you can definitely, I'm going to be putting out a flyer on the IG. I may put it on the uh, Facebook group too. Um, but so keep on the lookout if you are a member of either of those two groups. If not, hit me up on the email. That's gonna be uh, mysistersketo at outlook.com. I will get you a link so that way you can get in. I'm only gonna take the first 50, five zero people into the class. Everybody else is gonna have to wait for the replay. So be on the lookout for that. I expect to have it done by tonight, maybe. Um, if not, tomorrow by the latest. So that way you have plenty of time to get registered, get ready, get your notes, get your recording devices, as my homegirl likes to say, <laughs> get your tablets, get whatever you need to take notes because school will be in session on Sunday. Um, right now I have it at 5 p.m. Central Time. I might move it to 6 p.m. Central Time, which is 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I haven't decided yet, but it will definitely be on Sunday. So there is that. Um, one last note for anybody that's going to be in the Ames, Iowa area. I am volunteering for the Special Olympics here in Ames. Um, we're having our opening ceremony on May 23rd. So if you are in the Ames, Iowa area and you are interested in volunteering for the Special Olympics 
give me a holler because I would love to see you there. We could always use the help and the hand. Trust me, you guys, the special, uh, the special Olympics, volunteering for the Special Olympics seems like one of those things that this is gonna be kind of a pain in the butt. But once you get there, I promise you, it is so much fun. It is so rewarding. It is such a blessing. Definitely, if you can volunteer, no matter what city you're in, it doesn't have to be Ames specifically. It's just that that happens to be the one that I know about. But if you find out that you have an opportunity to volunteer with the Special Olympics, please, please, please do it. I have done it before. I think this is going to be my third time volunteering with the Special Olympics, and it is a blast each and every time, and I will continue to do it. So definitely want to do that. So. I'm going to put you guys on a quick break and then we are going to finally get to the email bag and answer a couple of these emails. So stay tuned, guys. All right, we are back and you are listening to the My Sister's Keto podcast. My name is Sharita and I am your host and I'm super happy to be so. All right, guys, let's get into this email basket here. And a lot of these might seem a little basic for those of you that have already been doing keto, but for any newbies in the house, some of these questions might actually kind of help you out a little bit. And so therefore I don't mind answering them. I mean, you know, we can talk about some of the more complicated tasks or complicated issues a little bit later on if we want, but we're never going to get there if we don't answer these basic questions. So this first question comes from a young lady named Maria, and she says, I need help with knowledge on how to keep in ketosis. What signs do to look for if you have the keto flu? I'm losing, plus I feel good. I'm not eating enough calories, so will that help slash hurt me in any kind of way? Your response will be greatly appreciated. Thank you and have a happy Easter. Now first, Maria, I owe you an apology. I typically answer emails within 24 hours. Um, that is something, one of my claims to fame that I love doing. So anybody that emails me, you can definitely expect to receive a response within the next, within 24 hours. Unfortunately, however, for Miss Maria, her message somehow ended up in my junk email. And so she sent this on April 19th and I did not see it until today, which is April 22nd. So Maria, I am super, super sorry. I was not, I was not ignoring you. I'm not, you know, it's not like that at all. It's just, I just didn't see it until today. I was looking for another email and um, I ran across hers. And so I totally abandoned the email that I was looking for to answer her back. And so her question actually has, looks like one, two, three parts. So we're going to jump right in. So her first question is she needs help with knowledge on ketosis. So the state of ketosis, the way to, in, to get yourself into the state of ketosis is to induce your body uh, by believing that, um, that basically there are no more carbs and so that it must use fat for energy. So in order to do that, you have to reduce your carb intake down to a level that would create that in your body. For most of us, that's about that 5% of your daily caloric intake, about 20-ish grams, give or take, depending on the person. For me right now, my carbs are set at about 16 grams. Now for somebody else, their carbs might be set at 23 grams. It really just depends on the person. But generally speaking, about 20 grams, uh, net grams, by the way, of carbs per day, 
will usually keep you in a state of ketosis. Um, there are three ways to know whether or not you're in ketosis. One way is like this kind of general rule of thumb kind of way. Like if you have the funky keto breath kind of thing, I don't really go by that because sometimes people breath just stinks. So <sighs> you can't really, you know, I've, I've read where people say, oh, my breath smells like I just ate a dead skunk. And it's like, ew. well, did it always smell like that? Do you floss? Like. So, you know, some people say that that is one way to know whether or not you're in a state of ketosis. I say, okay, if that's the way you know, then that's fine for you. Um, for the rest of us, you can use those urine dipsticks. Now they're not, it's not the most accurate tool in the whole wide world. And it's not measuring your level of ketosis. It just lets you know whether or not your body is spilling ketones. If your body is spilling ketones out of your urine, then you're probably creating them by burning fat, which is good. The other way and the most um, the most accurate way, which is also the most expensive way, is to get you a blood ketone uh, kit. Specifically, um, Keto Mojo makes them. And I can't wait to get paid, you guys, because on Friday I will be purchasing my Keto Mojo finally. <laughs> but that actually measures the level of ketones in your blood. So not only will you know that you are producing ketones, but you'll actually be able to measure them. This becomes really important when you start to look at specific foods and how they react in your body. So that's why I'm super excited because, you know, I can kind of uh, start keeping track of that. Um, so that is the first question from her email. The second question was, what signs to look for if you have keto flu? Okay, so keto flu, as we all know, is an electrolyte imbalance. Some of the signs and symptoms of keto flu are going to include things like muscle aches, muscle cramps, nausea, fatigue, headaches. You're just gonna feel pretty crappy like you have the flu. My thing is, instead of looking for the signs and symptoms of keto flu as a sign that you're in ketosis, why not just avoid that altogether <laughs> by making sure that you're drinking enough water and that you're keeping your electrolytes balanced. That means you're putting an appropriate amount of salt on your food. I hate to tell people to salt their food because people think that, you know, by me telling them that I'm endorsing some high salt lifestyle and they're like, well, my doctor said, and I get that, right? I'm not telling you to, you know, go out and lick a salt rock. I'm telling you to sprinkle some salt on your chicken. You know what I'm saying? Sprinkle a little bit of that. And I would say Lowry's, but Lowry's has sugar in it. So, but, <laughs> but sprinkle, you know, get, get yourself some pink salt and go ahead and give yourself a couple sprinkles in your mashed cauliflower. Trust me, you'll like it a lot better. But eating foods high in magnesium and uh, potassium, such as my favorite favorite, which is avocado, spinach, stuff like that, you know, if you can get those items through the foods that you eat, you will not have to take some of these um, supplements. <sighs> Y'all know how I feel about some of those supplements, some of those um outside ketones and I can't think of the word it's like exogenous ketones or something like oh really I mean you know what if that's what you want to do fine but personally I'm like why would you spend your money on that kind of stuff when your body will produce it if you do right period you know 
So instead of, you know, trying pills and potions, you guys, let's try getting it, getting there with our food choices. So if you can avoid keto flu by doing right, I would say do that. And I, you know, you don't have to, to use the keto flu as the measuring stick as to whether or not you're in ketosis or not. And let's see, she has one more question. And that question is, uh, yeah, she says, I'm not eating enough calories. So will that help or hurt me in any kind of way? I'm going to go on the side of hurt you. Um, you want to be in a caloric deficit to lose weight. Yes. However, too deep of a caloric deficit by not eating your macros, you are running the risk of slowing down your metabolism, which is going to cause you to stall. So if you are one of these people that is in a stall and you cannot seem to understand why you can't break it, probably one of the first things you need to look at is whether or not you are eating an appropriate amount of food and excuse me, and an appropriate amount of um, macros. Ooh, I've got, okay, so if you are not and you are in a stall, my suggestion would be to go ahead, recalibrate your macros and start eating, <laughs> which is kind of funny to say that, but there's a lot of folks out there. They see, I actually answered, a man actually came up to me today um, there's a guy on my job that is just starting keto and he got his uh, calorie count and he goes, that feels like it's too much. And so we looked at it together. Like he told me what, um, his macros were on his app. And then I recalculated it and we looked at it and they were about right. And so it was like, okay, well, you know, if you're having like, cause there are some people out there that are like, look, I cannot eat all of this. My suggestion is always to make sure that you meet your protein because you need your protein, okay? Your protein is what helps your body create tissue. It's what helps your body create blood, hormones, enzymes, cells, all of that. You need to meet your macros, your uh, protein macro. Now, of course, I am not saying go over on your protein, okay? We don't wanna do too much. You wanna meet your protein, that's it. Okay, your carbs, of course, you wanna stay under. Your carbs are your limit. And as Dr. Berg likes to say, your fat is your lever. That's the thing along with the protein that's going to keep you from wanting to eat your arm off. So, so if you get to the end of the day and you still have a couple grams of fat left over and you're full, you can stop there. You did good, have a good night, you know? But if you find that you're not meeting anything and you're starving, well, then you probably need to up your protein and up your fat. Sound good? If you've met your protein but not your fat, try a fat bomb. <laughs> you know? So anyway, that is that young lady's question. In a nutshell, I didn't went off on a tangent about people in a stall and all of that. So on that note, I'm gonna take a quick break and then we're going to answer, it looks like maybe one, we might have time for a couple more questions. So hang on guys, I am gonna take a break and we'll come right back. Stay tuned. All right guys, we are back and let's see, I think I have another question that's already set up. And it reads like this, oh Lord, what's the best way to push through a stall? More cardio? 
no. <laughs> Not more cardio. <laughs> so listen, guys, I know that our inclination is especially when we're stalling or we're finding ourselves in a position where we're not quite where we want to be. The inclination is to believe that because you're burning more calories through cardio, that you're going to lose weight faster. And the answer to that is no. If you're going to try to exercise your way out of a stall, cardio wouldn't be what I would do. I personally would try uh, resistance training or weight training. The reason being is this. By doing cardio, your body is breaking down muscle, right? If you instead do, which breaking down muscle, muscle burns um, body, body fat. Muscle helps increase your metabolic rate is what I mean to say. I can't even talk tonight, you guys. I feel like I've been talking all day. But your metabolic rate increases with the amount of muscle um, that you carry in your body, right? So if you're breaking down muscle, you're breaking down what is helping your metabolic rate. By increasing muscle, by doing resistance or weight training, you are therefore increasing your metabolic rate. Now this is not something that's gonna happen like tomorrow. If you lift weights today, you're gonna break through that stall tomorrow. Um, but if, you're, if your plan is to exercise your way out of a stall, yeah, I wouldn't, I, cardio wouldn't be the thing that would be on my mind, to be honest with you guys. I would definitely um, be looking at um, muscle building instead. And muscle building takes time. So there might be another way to look at this. Um, if, and of course, the person that asked me this, you know, the first thing I asked her was if she was counting and tracking. If she's in a stall, are you counting and tracking? Um, Again, especially in the beginning, um, counting and tracking your macros is probably going to be the thing that, that keeps you going. Now, we all experience stalls from time to time. So, I mean, even if you were so diligent and you were perfect at counting your macros and tracking your food, you still might experience a stall. So, it's not like that's going to be the thing that prevents it, but it will help you to know um, if you do start to experience a stall, you can kind of look and see, all right, what have I been eating? Maybe I've been eating too much dairy, or maybe it's those cashews that I haven't been counting, you know, or that I didn't weigh the portion. I just kind of ate the container because cashews are one of those things for me personally. I love cashews. I love, especially when I'm on a road trip and y'all know I drive, um, almost every other weekend, so I had to be smart and not buy those big things of cashews because I will eat the whole thing and then have to fast for the whole weekend. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, again, counting and tracking will allow you to be able to look back and see, you know, what have I been doing that may have caused this? Now, again, it might just be it could be anything, especially as women. If you are a woman experiencing a stall. It could be hormonal for all we know. And so it might be one of those things you might have to ride out for a couple of weeks. The key to this is not to stress out, not to freak out. Keep on the right track, drink your water, eat according to your macros, especially if you've looked at it, readjusted and whatnot, definitely eat according to your macros and continue to do the things that you know to be right. The stall will break, it will. Okay, there's just, there's no other way around it. <laughs>
So please don't freak out, don't stress out, don't go into a serious, crazy um, fast or uh, crazy. People do, I've, I've seen people, so this whole beef and butter thing that people do sometimes when they experience a stall, they eat nothing but beef and butter, like literally beef and butter. So I get it, right? Like say if you wanted to, um, you know, you had some event coming up or something and you wanted to cut the carbs for the weekend. You want to eat as little carbs as possible, <laughs> but eating hamburger topped with a couple of the tablespoons of Kerrygold butter just to me seems like a little out there, but I've seen people do it <laughs> trying to trying to break a stall. So it's like, uh, I get it, but dot, dot, dot. You know, so if you if you find yourself having those kind of problems where, you know, it's been a few weeks and you still haven't lost, reevaluate your macros, do what you need to do. OK, do what you know is right. Make sure you're getting enough water. Stop if you're drinking, even if it's like Zevia, stop with the sodas. OK. <laughs> Even if it's like something like a Zevia, you know, just kind of take it easy on those things until you can figure out what it is that's causing the stall. All right. And I think I have one more question that I had set aside for tonight. And so we're going to get right to that. And then I think that we're going to wrap up the show for tonight. And this last question is, what's the normal time before a person goes into ketosis? So the, the time for a normal person <laughs> to go into the normal time, and I shouldn't say a normal person, the normal time for that is about three-ish days. Some people take a little longer. I saw on um, another keto influencers page, she had a client that took a day. So <laughs> it really depends on the person and the amount of glucose stores in their liver and that kind of thing. You know, how, how, were they already fasting before they start, before they quote unquote officially started? I mean, who knows, right? So it, again, it really depends on the person. For the average person, it takes about three days though. That's different from being fat adapted, where ketosis only takes three days. Being fat adapted may take up to, you know, six weeks, a couple of months. It really just depends on the person. The difference between ketosis and fat adapted um, there's not much of a difference. A lot of people get them confused. Um, ketosis is the state of your body being able to burn um, fat for fuel. Um, fat adapted is when you're at that point, your body becomes um, efficient at burning fat for fuel. And so really the difference between ketosis and fat adaption is time. Your body has now become used to it. It becomes a well-oiled machine. For some people, they can increase the amount of carbs they eat to stay and they can still stay in, in a state of ketosis when they're fat adapted. Um, you know, um, I have not checked the limits of, of my fat or excuse me, of my carb consumption. Um, I, I still try to keep it relatively low, but I'm not going to lie. There are some days where I'm carbalicious, you know, I'm eating um, cauliflower tots like they're going out of style. <laughs> and 
And so, you know, I might be uh, stretching the bounds of my uh, ketosis probably. So definitely one of the reasons why I can't wait to get a keto mojo, by the way, so I can start measuring that and, and knowing for certain, you know, okay, I can't go no further than this. Um, I don't know personally if I've ever been kicked out of ketosis. I'm not going to lie to you guys because every time I check my urine, I'm still, um, I'm still spilling ketones. So that would tell me that I am. Um, I don't check every day though. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've long, long gone past the time of checking every day. Um, and I'm, I'm no longer counting or, um, tracking. I'm kind of eyeballing my my portions or whatever, but I also am able to listen better to my body. Um, if I start feeling a little bloated, I know, okay, I need to ease up on the heavy whipping cream. I need to ease up on the cheese, even though I'm, I've never been a big cheese eater, but definitely me and the heavy whipping cream get along. So, <laughs> but I know if I start getting a little bloaty that that might be one of the first things that I, that I kind of cut back on. Um, I cut back on sweets religiously pretty much like every other month. I will say I start the month by saying <laughs> no more, no more Lily's chocolate for at least, you know, a week or two or three or four. Um, I did, I did go March without doing sweets just because, um, I was feeling a little bloaty and it paid off because I did a weigh in this past weekend and I am nine pounds away from my goal. So, yay, I'm going to make it. <laughs> and you know what, you guys, that's what I want for y'all. I want you guys to have the satisfaction of being able to meet your goals, that satisfaction of being able to finally be comfortable in the skin that you're in, regardless if you're at your goal weight or not. Because honestly, being comfortable has nothing to do with the number on the scale at all. So on that note, y'all, I am going to let you go. I think that my next episode that I'm going to record will be on Wednesday. So I'll record it right after I do the um, Instagram live. So that way I'll be using those questions as well. Thank y'all so much. Cause I know I've been neglecting you, my poor audience. I've been neglecting you guys. I haven't done a show in a couple of weeks now. So thank y'all for riding with me hanging with me. I'm so excited to be posting a new episode tonight. So thanks. I love you guys. Again, if you want to reach us on the email bag, you can reach me via email at my sister's keto at outlook.com. You can also find me on Instagram and that's going to be at my sister's keto diet on Facebook. We're on my sister's keto where we have a private Facebook group. And of course, you can reach us on the website, and that's www.mysistersketo.com, www.mysistersketo.com, www.mysistersketo.com. You can leave us a message. It goes directly to the email bag, and I will get it. I promise you guys, like I always say, I will answer your emails within 24 hours, and I will be more cognizant to check the junk email box to make sure that nothing slipped into there either. So with that being said, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your evening. Enjoy the rest of this Easter Monday with your families. I love you guys. I will be talking to you on Wednesday. Have a fantastic evening and take care. Bye.
Thank you for tuning in to the My Sister's Keto podcast. It has been my absolute pleasure to deliver all the keto news to you. And if you want more, go ahead and follow me on Instagram at My Sister's Keto Diet. You can also find our private Facebook group called My Sister's Keto. You can find us on the World Wide Web at www.mysistersketo.com. That's www.mysistersketo.com. One more time, www.mysistersketo.com. And of course, you can email us at mysistersketo at outlook.com. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time.